0: Morning, forty. Where'd you go to school, mate?
1: I went to I went to a few different schools. I had to keep moving for various <laughs> reasons. But my favourite was being at the Quaker school down in Hobart with the Quakers. Really? How'd yeah, you finish it, up there? Oh God, it's a long story. But no, but mostly I went to religious schools. Right. So it sort of says it all, doesn't it? But what about the hopes of this country all rest on the shoulders of the West now with the, the Voyager? Yeah. Who I know you spoke to Danny before. Yeah. So, That's a great thing for them. I mean, they've wanted this. They came very close last year to getting it, but this year they've kind of got the golden ticket to go straight through. So they're off to Liverpool and they've got a very unique sound. Someone pointed out to me that it's sound, the sound reminiscent of 30 Seconds to Mars, Jared Leto's band. But it's unique and it's different, and it's the first time we've sent a band. We've normally, through the years, we've sent really brilliant acts. A lot of them have been fairly mainstream sort of acts. Uh, Last year, we shook it up a bit by sending that bloke, Sheldon Riley,
0: who's really exotic and different. and, And now we've got great hopes for Voyager. To win Eurovision. Now, when we spoke with Danny earlier, we asked him, does he get... Eurovision and how he really understands it. He, I think he's worked out the formula that they need in order to be successful.
1: Well, you, I don't know if you've seen the video, but they've got the look, yeah. and the, it's a great video too. showcases. Perth, beautifully, in different parts of WA. So they're, all, they're already great yeah. ambassadors for the state. So, that, you know, even if
0: it's not everyone's type of music, uh, let's get behind them and wish them well. Absolutely. Got a good sense of humour. We discovered that as well, Pete. Now, Brittany's latest social media post has people worried again, Peter.
1: Yeah, well, this was pointed out to me about half an hour ago on Instagram and I went and had a look at it and I was going to show it on television, but I just find it too disturbing to show. I mean, it's different to talk about it, but showing it just upset me. It made me uneasy. She's clearly... Unwell Now, whether that's because she's not taking her meds or whether she's on the wrong meds or whether she's doing other drugs, I don't know. But there is something very wrong. And I know that there is a, a feeling, oh, you know, leave her alone and she's just a poor young girl. She's a 41-year-old woman who clearly needs help. And I know there was that whole thing about the conservatorship and, you know, people was determined to get rid of the father and all that. Well, maybe she needed that guidance. I mean, I know a lot of the stuff sounded very extreme, but, you know, maybe she does need watchful eyes over her because what I've just seen on Instagram is somebody who is clearly unwell and you just wonder where it's going to end.
0: Yeah. It's sad, though, isn't it? Like, I can understand her saying, I want to live my life without the restraints of someone telling me what to do.
1: Oh, totally. I mean, but you'll find 90% of people who are living under conservativeships are going to tell you that they shouldn't be and they don't need it. So that's the reality. Sometimes they do need it, and not, you know, that's not a popular thing to say. But if you look at this, and there's been several, you know, in the last 12 months, there have been several of these meltdowns and strange behavior. And I remember the story of this, why I decided against showing it on TV is there used to be another woman around called Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah. And, you know, she was always off her face and doing weird things. It makes for good copy. It makes for good television. But ultimately, she died. You know, she dropped yeah. dead because she'd overdosed. And, uh, you know, you just
0: don't want this to be another one of those stories. Yeah, 13, 11, 14, uh, life There's always someone there for everyone. Hey, 40, what's uh, Harry and Megan up to?
1: Well, what are they not up to is they're not going to be going and suing South Park. So this is now officially confirmed (laughs) by their spokesperson. I mean, I would love it if they had gone and done that because they'd have to play the whole thing out in court. And, and of course, not to forget, they weren't actually named in that South Park episode, which obviously doesn't stop them from suing, but it would make it slightly more difficult. But um, anyway, they've now confirmed they're not going to do it. They haven't actually said... That, you know, that Harry and Meg found it highly amusing. They never said that at all, but they've said they're not going to pursue any legal action. And I think they'd have great trouble if they did because in America there is the defence of parody and satire mm.
0: and basically saying you've got to put up with it sometimes. They are out there. There's no doubt about that, Safe Park. And so Harry and Meg, they're a good match. Peter, good luck. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a good day. Peter Ford there, talking showbiz. Now, you revealed earlier in the program that you were once a spy. Yeah, I was a spy for six years. Australia's spy chief is warning foreign espionages at unprecedented levels. And even our friends, we consider friends, are spying on us. We'll find out more about Carl Langdon's career as a spy and... If you are a spy and you'd like to cross notes with Carl, give us a ring right now, 133 882. It's a quarter past eight.